In today's episode, we're talking about toxic money. Now, this is the most energetically powerful and negative type of money. And if you do have a negative, um, if you do have toxic money in your life, unfortunately, your relationship with money would be at its lowest and you will have difficulty keeping or even making money. So let's find out what it is. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and to blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about mindset strategies and energy tools that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. And today we are talking about toxic money. So what exactly is toxic money? And I referred to it a number of times in other episodes and other trainings. And I get asked this question a lot. And, you know, what exactly do I mean by toxic money? So today we're deep diving into what is toxic money and how can it grab a hold over you and your finances? So what is toxic money? Well, toxic money is the most disempowering type of energetic money block. It's essential. It's a, it's the essential money that you actually need. It's the cash that you actually need in order to survive. But it comes with high, high, high negative emotional price or battle. Usually it's from a source you'd love to get rid of, but need to survive. So that's basically the essential elements what, you know, what combined together make toxic money. It's money you need to survive. It comes with high negative and very high negative emotional price or a battle or some sort of battle. And it's from a source that you really, 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 really don't want to have in your life anymore, but you absolutely can't get rid of. That generally means that that's, you know, that's the kind of money that becomes toxic money for you. All right. So what are the examples? So the best way for me to explain toxic money to you would be via examples. Okay. So one, one of the examples of toxic money is, for example, you are owed alimony. So you desperately need this money to survive. Um, but the party paying it is angry, resentful, and it forces you to go into a victim mode. So again, I, I remember having this, this, because I knew about this, uh, this money. When I filed for a divorce with my ex-partner, I didn't ask for our money. I didn't even ask for child maintenance initially. I did ask for, I did uh, file for it separately, but initially, when I wanted divorce, I didn't want our money because I knew what it would involve. Now, I didn't, that's the personal choice that I made. And that's not what I'm saying that everyone should do because everyone has different cer- financial circumstances, especially if you're, fi- you're completely financially dependent on somebody. But you need to deal with it in a different way. Most times, if this battle, you know, this anger or resentment around, uh, around, um, you know, giving money or receiving money, then that leads to toxic money. This is a very, very common example of, especially when it comes to females, it's not so much with men, but females who are desperate in need of this alimony from their ex-partners, but even for, for, for childcare, but they don't receive it or don't receive it on time. Or even if they do receive it, the party giving has a lot of anger, resentment and other issues involved. And it forces a person to go into victim or one say, almost like pleading to them, like, I really need this money to survive. And when you go into the victim survival mode, and that is when you're really pushing money away from yourself. So you become dependent on money coming to you 
from sources that you don't like, you hate, you loathe, and therefore you push money away. That's a very, very powerful and very common example of toxic money that I see with females, especially. Now, this what this mean that what this does is the reason why it's just you end up being in a vicious cycle is because it creates the energy of having to prove you need the money to survive. And you counter, especially when it comes to alimony, you counter the arguments that you don't need it. For example, the other lawyer would say, well, you know, they can go and work. I remember, I remember, you know, when I was going through, um, you know, my, my, one of my divorces, the, the issue was I never even asked for it. And, but the, you know, the, I remember the, the, the judge brought it up. How comes I wasn't asking for it? And then before I could respond, that um, the other lawyer said, well, she's a lawyer anyway, and why does she need to have money? I mean, it doesn't matter if she hasn't worked for all the years. She can always go back into work and so forth. Now, I wasn't, I didn't deal with that idea of, of Alan because I wasn't going down that route. However, if, if a female has been dependent financially, or a man too, you know, we, you know we're both in, in the world where sometimes you know, the, the, the man becomes to be a house husband and looks after the family and the home, and that's very common, especially in these days. So it doesn't, irrespective of, you know, either partner with this man or a female, if you have given your life and dedicated your time to bringing up the children and time at home, and the other partner has been financially responsible for you during that time, that means when you go into the marketplace, you're va- you're not, not that your market value is any lower, but you have not been in the marketplace as a worker and not been able to earn income. So therefore, if you are used to certain lifestyle, then you should be able to get some sort of support from your ex-partner. Now, this is a this is a major, major battle. And so in the courtroom, if you are trying to prove for our money's sakes, you're having to prove the need for the money to survive. And in all, and because of the battle and anger around it, this creates toxic money. Very, very common example. And when you become dependent on that kind of money, it creates a real association of uh, between uh, you know you know of anger and guilt and shame between you know and with that and with money. So you begin to associate and and feel you know angry every time you think of money. Every time you think of money, you, the anger comes up, resentment comes up, guilt comes up, shame comes up, and because you create such strong negative emotions with the money. This is why money begins to pull away and disappear from your life. And you end up getting, getting to the point where you actually really do need to survive on the money from this particular source. And this is where it becomes it becomes a vicious cycle because the more you need this money from this particular source, the more emotions get heightened, the more negative emotions come to surface and the less you're able to produce money from other sources, keep in mind, it doesn't matter what income, which source is coming from, it's just what whichever channel it's coming from, your source of income is not the that particular channel. The source of income is always device energy, but you're relying on this one channel thinking this is my only source of income because you believe that to be only source of income and that's actually a false belief. Your source of income is always device energy. That's just one channel. But if you believe that that is your only source of income, the more dependent you become on it, the more angry you get with, you know, with the idea, with the situation, the more you push money away and the less likely you are to create other channels for you to bring in more money. That means this is why people get stuck and people are unable to get employment, but unable to get make money otherwise, and they spiral downwards. Okay. And this is where you, whatever, whenever you think about money, it gives rise to real negative emotions. Okay. That's a true sign of toxic money. That's one example. Let's talk about another example now. So another example could be inheritance. 
Because someone, when when someone feels that they've been whether rightly or wrongly, they re- they believe that they should receive, um, you know, something or there's something that that's owed to them is withheld, and they feel that it's been unjust. It, it it's either through through bullying or through misconduct or whatever reason. There's a, there's an element here again that this money belonged to them or belongs to them, and it's not it's not been given to them. Again, pulling them into victim mode. Okay, this also creates toxic money. Now, inheritance is something that I, I see quite often. Again, if there is a battle around it, okay, if there's a battle around money, regardless of whether it's alimony, regardless of whether it's inheritance, regardless of, of, of whatever, and I'm going to give you another example in a bit. If there is a battle around it, especially a legal battle, there's a strong possibility that that will lead you down the path of toxic money. So if there is a but, if there is a battle, you have my recommendation is always to cut cords with the idea, cut cords with the people involved, cut cords with the entire situation, and then hand over the responsibility of that particular disagreement or that particular situation over to your lawyers. This is my 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 deepest 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 a concern for you that if you remain in this battle mode if you remain in this angry awful um and this disagreement mode you will push money away even if you receive that money the money will come go out the window very very quickly so you find that you spiral downwards so this is why i always say to people i'm not saying you don't go to court i'm not saying don't have this um don't take things you know to in legal matters if you're owed money if you have situations for example another situation would be Another example could be where you are, uh, you know, you've had an accident at work or otherwise, or you've had, and it's caused you. I remember having this one conversation with one particular client and, um, or potential client rather, and she has an ongoing battle. And uh, she has an, uh, and we didn't, she did come to on to work with me eventually, but I, I, she definitely does needs to work, but you know, she has money issues. Like I said, money stories. People are stopped from working with me because of the money stories too. So I see that all the time. Anyway. This this one particular potential client, she had been in battle with her this accident that she had, and you know she it caused her to actually not be able to practice as a nurse anymore, and she has evidence to prove that she has all these things and she needs this money. She so, so she thinks from this particular you know the the insurance company to pay up so that she can actually move forward with her life. Now. Obviously, in that situation, she needs to continue with her legal actions and, and take it through court. But what I, you know, what she needed to do at that time was cut cords with that situation, cut cords with the accident, cut cords with everything that happened, pull away, become detached from the outcome, and allow her lawyers to take over. And actually, oh, in that case, I recommended she change lawyers because the lawyer wasn't working on her behalf fully as it should do. Anyway, and that's another point. But what you need to do is continue with the legal actions through your lawyers, but become detached from it. So you're no longer upset, annoyed or frustrated every time you think of the particular matter. And that will stop your anger, frustration being de- deflected and being given away to, towards money. And that will stop money pulling away from you. Okay, so that's another example. So we've had a number of examples. Now, there's there is an example of, uh, that I see that is not exactly toxic money yet but it's getting to that point and that's when you have unhealthy relationships now you could be when you haven't fully had a divorce you're not down the alimony route but you do have an unhealthy relationship now this is where my situation was this is personally to me and so by the time I got to the divorce part I was already I was fully aware what was going on 
And therefore, I didn't, I didn't bother going having alimony. I just didn't go down that route at all. And so this is where you are in an unhealthy relationship. You're in a relationship with someone, you, you know, and you rely on them to take care of you financially. You and your family. So your children and your home and everything else. So you're completely, like I was completely, totally financially dependent on my, on my, um, as I was on my, my second husband. And in, when, during that marriage, I not only was I financially dependent on him, more than that, it was a financial dependency because both my children at the time were in private schools. So my biggest concern was if I left him, who and how and how would I pay for their for their education? Now, for me, education is the utmost importance, and I was determined to make sure they get the best education possible, even in the UK. But I needed financial support for that, and he was one paying in the education. So that was the biggest reason why I stayed in that marriage for as long as I did. And in the end, I probably would have stayed for the rest of my life if I hadn't found out about the affair. But that affair pushed me over the edge, and I really had to leave. But it was an abusive marriage anyway. Now, if you are in a situation like that, you feel trapped. You need the money to survive to maintain the lifestyle you're used to. Yet you are absolutely, you know, really fed up and. Um, and, and fed up from the source, okay? This creates, you know, this will, this will create negative emotions. And these, all, all these emotions get associated with money. This is the biggest, biggest problem we have. Because every time you get angry at the situation, every time you get annoyed with the situation, and this is why this one becomes, this is real potential of becoming toxic. And in my case, it actually became toxic money. I was unable to make any money because of it. It was when every time I thought about money and coming from him, I would be upset. I'd be, uh, and I felt so annoyed and upset. I mean, every time I thought about being supported and having to stay in that relationship just for the sake of children, just for the sake of, uh, you know, being financially dependent on him, it, it causes you to have, you know, be extreme loathing towards him or the person or the sort, you know, or the, or the person who provided the money and yourself. So I had the extreme loathing for him and myself. I had anger and shame and disgust at myself, not him so much, but at myself. The fact that I led myself to a situation where I was now totally financially dependent on him and the fact that I couldn't see a way out. And it doesn't matter what I tried. I remember even before I, became, you know, went down this path, when, during that marriage, even though I had become a self-made millionaire by the time before 30, I was about 27 when I did that, you know, through property, when I was in that marriage, regardless of businesses I tried, and I tried plenty from internet marketing to care home to a domiciliary care, you name it, I tried so many different things, yet I could not succeed in any of the businesses. The, the only condition he set for me, he was willing to, for me to do any business I want, but he wasn't willing for me to go out and work. He didn't want me to go out into employment. He especially didn't want me to go back to law. He was clear that he wanted me to spend time with the kids. So what I could do was around the children, but regardless of what actions I took, regardless of the effort in trading as well. So now I'm, I do trading and I'm a very successful trader. I even tried trading when I was, you know, I was actually first learned trading when I was in that marriage and I couldn't make trading work for me, whereas now it's come incredibly profitable for me. So this is something that I realized firsthand what toxic money can do for you. So regardless of my talents, regardless of my willingness to learn, regardless of my willing to put the hard work in, like I would put my, the hours in for my children and any other time I wouldn't have a social life. I didn't do anything. I would learn. I would implement. I would do work. I have got the work ethics of honestly, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the biggest assets that I've learned being a dyslexic person is 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 to have great work ethics. I will put in the hours. I will do the work. I may not have the same talents as the person next to me, but I will damn well do ten times work that they will. And that was that's the re- that's the reason why up until my life I have got the results that I have in my life compared to people who are far more talented, far more you know 
things come far more easier to them than, than they do to me. However, because of my work ethic, I always end up ahead. This is the reason why. So it was the same goal. It was the same person. Yet I was trying all these business ideas. I was trying everything. And everybody could look at me and think, my God, she's so amazing. And I, I would be the one who's, who did all the work, all the diligently. I followed the gurus. I did this and I did that. Yet I failed to make a penny. I tell you, I failed to make a penny. I remember, I remember this time, uh, so before marriage, I remember in my in my mid-twenties, mid I was working for, I think I was working with Scadden Arps at the time, and I was on something ridiculous, ridiculous, I, and I was making, you know, cl- uh, over six figures. Um, yeah, it must have been close to uh, over six figures in dollar amounts. I think it was under six figures for, in pounds, but in, in dollar amounts, it was well above six figures. And that was in my mid-twenties. And then swap her over to, you know, this, this person who's in her early thirties. And I was, and I had the same ability, same talent, and I was working like anything. Yet I was struggling to make a penny. And I'm, you know, I made, I think it was about 34, 35, 34, 35, when I trained up as, as an intuitive. And I remember I, I signed up to this, this a tele, telephone psychic site and I became one of the psychics. Just, I was, I was doing it purely just out of, uh, of fun to just learn and to practice my craft. I, was, I wasn't actually doing it to earn money at the time. Yet when I made my first hundred dollars, I was jumping for joy. Now people can't understand this. There's somebody who could make over, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, uh, you know, through, through, you know, mid twenties easily and effortlessly through work would be jumping for joy of making over a hundred dollars. For me, I hadn't earned anything for a good few, it must have been a good six, six, seven years by then. And for me to be able to earn even a hundred dollars at that time by myself was a major breakthrough. Was a major, major breakthrough. Now, that at the time I still hadn't recognized the fact that I did have toxic money. Remember, I because of financially I, I was taking care of me, the money was coming from him, even though I didn't like it. I didn't really recognize that I personally had toxic money until later on. It's only when I set up the business for myself and I had to make money, I was not going to get any money from him. I knew that because the option was I either go back to him and we get back with, you know, we back, we, we get back together. Or if I wanted a divorce route, there was no money. There was no money. He was not going to pay me anything. I, I was fully aware of that. It's only then that I realized I had to get rid of my money blocks and I, I recognized my money blocks. And that's when I realized, oh my goodness, I have one of my biggest blocks is is toxic money. Now, once the thing with toxic money is when you have a breakthrough with toxic money, your money explodes. I'm not joking. I remember a client that I worked with way back in 2018, I believe, when she was part of the bootcamp. So she was part of Millionaire Mindset Bootcamp, the predecessor to Millionaire Mindset Mastermind. And when I had the eight week program, and Maya came to work with me in the boot camp and, you know, she was somebody who turned up every single week and she did all the work and she had not seen much of the shift. There were other people sharing all these wins and having all these breakthroughs and so forth. And she patiently waited and she didn't complain at all. But she did find, she was someone who was actually very vigilant. She turned up to all the sessions online, not replays, she turned up live participated, contributed, um, you know, made, made, had some aha moments, etc, etc. But she was yet to actually achieve a major breakthrough or have that major breakthrough that for herself. She'd been working with me for about, I think, seven weeks. And well, I think I ran then Toxic Money was module seven, I believe at that time. And until week seven, she really didn't have any major wins to share or breakthroughs to share. 
Yet, once we achieved, once we had arrived and worked through toxic money, that is when major shift happened. Now, just give you a little background. Maya, somebody who, until that moment, hadn't made a single penny over the past, I think, the two years prior to that. She, too, was suffering from toxic money, as we later found out. And she had become totally financially dependent on her partner at the time. And so her toxic money was playing a major, major part in her life and not in, in it, got, it crippled her to the fact that she wasn't able to make any money at all, similar to myself. And when she worked through toxic money with me in that, in that module, she had a major, major breakthrough. So she went on to, now keep in mind, this is going back in 2018, early part of 2018, I think around April, May time. And around, or maybe even maybe towards the middle, somewhere along the lines, so and somewhere along early, early or mid to, of 2018, I had not even crossed eight figures, sorry, six figures yet at that time, eight figures. <laughs> um, but I hadn't actually crossed six figures myself. So I was probably doing around about five to 10,000 a month, not consistently. And I had, so I hadn't crossed that figure myself. Yet she worked through this module and had exponential growth, um, breakthrough in a business and growth in a business. She was able to close in one week 30,000 pounds. Now that was nothing like I had done before. She way surpassed my, my personal <laughs> financial achievement at that moment. But it was amazing because she was able to do it. She had the capability. She had the ability and she had the, uh, the energetic um, energy. She had the energetic uh, power to call in and manifest £30,000 in one week, which I didn't have at the other time. And she did it because once she broke through the toxic money story, once she was able to break through that story and, re- and heal herself and come away from it, she already, already had the talents and abilities and contacts and was able to attract in the clients to be able to close £30,000 in one week, which I thought was phenomenal. Yes, I've, and since then, I've had clients who've had a lot more breakthroughs and have had a major, you know, major, major breakthroughs as well. But this one stands out for me every time I talk about toxic money because I know what it, what it did for my end and what it did for myself, of course. So when you break through your toxic money story, you come across you, you 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 arrive at a place which you never thought was possible. You go from something seeming like it's impossible to move away from it. It's impossible to have the breakthrough. It's impossible for me to make money or even make this kind of money, to actually being it really possible and for for it to happen with ease and grace. And this is a very important point to know. When you break through toxic money, things happen for you with ease and grace. And this is really, really important. Now that is the power of toxic money. I can really, really, really have a strong hold on you. But if you break through it, if you recognize it and clear it and break through it, it can absolutely explode your business. Now, it may be that you don't have a full-on toxic money, okay? It may be that it's, it's on the early onset. So at the moment, you are you are becoming more and more resentful to money, okay? Now, if you... If you do have that, um, uh, you know, that resentment coming up, then you are, you should become aware that you are building up toxic money issues. Now, there is another issue with, um, the fact that you, it may be the fact that you don't have a horrible partner. And unlike my, uh, my, my ex-partner, your, your partner isn't horrible yet, but you are financially dependent on them. And this idea of being financially dependent on somebody else, even if they're not horrible or, or, or awful, may cause you to be resentful towards them and money. And as this resentment builds up, and this this around this needing and being taken care of, it, it's like you can't take care of yourself. Again, eventually you will say, "Oh, okay." So eventually you will begin to resent them as well as money. And what I find is, if you do have toxic money built up, you will eventually say, "Well, since that day, I have not been able to earn money." Uh, or, or if money is truly toxic, you'll begin to feel 
helpless, unable to control what, you know, uh, what you feel is rightfully yours. You'll be unable to think that you can make money for yourself or you can create and have money. Or you may feel that money comes, uh, you know, money goes out a lot quicker than it comes. So the money that comes in from this particular channel or what you think is your main source of money, you may think it comes and it goes out a lot quicker and you're unable to keep hold of any. Okay. In addition, if you have toxic money, self-loathing can develop from knowing that you need the money and are unable to take care of yourself without it. So this is where the major, major signs of toxic money is you get money from a place that you desperately think you need to survive in this world and you feel disgusted and shame, ashamed for it because you can't able, you're not able to provide for yourself or think that you can get money for anywhere else. You actually may have this belief that that is your only source of income. Whereas that's completely BS. That's completely false belief. Your source of income is always divine source energy. This could be one channel, the only channel you're aware of, but your channels can be opened up very quickly, very rapidly from other places and divine source energy can do this for you, but you have to recognize where you are right now okay and what kind of relationship you have with money so why don't we test this for you today so very quickly let's test this so do do you know of any situation when money was owed to you or somehow you feel like you were cheated out of like inheritance or a lawsuit a settlement something like that and or when money was finally paid to you it felt like there was a battle around it so for example even if you did have if you do have alimony or if you did get money from a settlement from either you know a legal settlement or inheritance settlement whatever when it was final paid, it was actually, there was a lot of um, anger and um, and resentment and there was a battle around it. Or you are receiving money at the moment, which you absolutely need to survive, but it comes with a high negative emotional price. I remember when I was being, when my ex-partner used to give me money, it was a constant, he constantly, constantly reminded me how he was the one making money, how making money was hard, how I didn't appreciate him and how, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. Every kind of abuse you can imagine used to be given to me and he, you know, to me with the money. And every time I needed the money to pay for the school, kids' school fees every month, at the month end or whatever, yeah, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Don't you understand? I'll give it to you. And it was, he made me literally, like, literally beg him for money because I had to pay and I would have to, you know, ask him again and again and again and again. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible, very degrading and, and despicable. And he would need any excuse just to make me feel bad that I, you know, that how I'm not respecting him because he's the one who's bringing in all the money and I'm wasting it. And every, every reminder, every point, we could be talking about, I don't know, the moon, and he would somehow bring it back to the topic how I am not respecting enough, I waste money and I don't respect money and etc. Cetera, et cetera. Everything you can imagine, I used to come <laughs> to me, it was thrown at me because of, I wasn't apparently, you know, respectful enough, I didn't like money enough or something along those lines. So now tell me, can you look back on any, any situation in your life when you think that is toxic money? And because it, since that day's happened or since that, that, since that incident occurred, I've never really been able to earn money or keep money. And if that's the case, what are the emotions around money that people, you know, or around the people uh, that were involved in that incident or, or are still involved in the incident? Think very deeply. I'm going to leave you on this note. Think very deeply in your life. What's going on at the moment when it comes to any issues or battles around money? Do you have any issues like that? Do you have any ongoing battles around money? Do you have any legal, uh, um, legal actions, you know, you're taking against people or people taking against you around, you know, for alimony's sake or for, 
or for um, you know uh, inheritance or even a legal matters such as you know lawsuits around become you know work up at work or outside or something like that. And if so, what do you feel around it? What do you feel about? What do you feel about the people involved in it? How does it feel? And can you see how if when since this battle started, how this has impacted your money, and how much money you're able to have, keep, and make? And what do you say to yourself when you think about all of this? How has your opinion of money? deteriorated or changed over the over the course of months and years since all this battle or this incident occurred and that will give you a real great insight as whether or not you have toxic money not everybody has toxic money but if you do have toxic money this will be your biggest barrier in terms of creating making and having wealth i promise you i hope you've enjoyed today's episode it's been one of the ones that i Actually, all of them are, all the topics I share are really important, but this one has had a major, major impact on my personal life. I was unable to make any money until I, I, I cleared this and I wasn't able to make the kind of money that I make today without clearing it fully. So I hope you get value from this and I hope you are enjoying this uh, podcast series and this, and this, um, and the information series that we're sharing. If you are, please, please, please support us by leaving us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify. And what I want you to do, if you leave us a review and then take a screenshot of that review and then send it um, as an email to money pod, a money mindset podcast at gmail.com. That's money mindset podcast, money mindset podcast at gmail.com. And then we will send you as a gesture, our, our, as a show, a gesture of gratitude to show you that, you know, that we really appreciate your love and support. We will send you our famous millionaire in mirror meditation for free. Okay, so I look forward to receiving those emails and reviews and I look forward to reading those reviews. And I hope I really sincerely hope you're getting maximum value from this from this podcast series. Until the next time we meet, this is Gokhan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our free five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our free five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Bye for now.